0: In addition to my brand new teeth from breaking my face today. Any any news from you since news we were both gone? Yeah, I did not break my teeth. I uh I went zorbing. Which is funny, because you did more things that might involve breaking your teeth. Oh yeah, no,
1: a hundred percent expected to like fucking hurt myself at some point. Like if you if I list off the things that I did over the weekend, you'd be like, how am I the one that got injured? You know, like I literally got strapped into a giant inflatable bubble and then rolled down a super steep hill. It was me and Angela. We were going so fast. We knocked a guy over and like rolled over him and then like <laughs> hit a second person. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. We were booking it. We were. I was like, I feel like we're going really fast. And she was like, that's because we are. Was like, it was, poor Angela. It was like slightly terrifying but so much fun and then I got into a hamster ball where I only had 15 minutes of air and I was really drunk um oh my god and I got passed around like a
0: beach ball I uh <laughs> I was doing flips inside of it like I was some sort of like creature <laughs> I've done hamster balls before but they were in a very controlled environment like oh, this one was not no I like I kind of freaked out for a minute I did it again. Every time! But thank you for the subs. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Um, I'm sorry. Continue what you were saying before you were interrupted by my lack of controlling the volume on my computer. Right. So, got into a
1: hamster ball. Started, I was a little freaked out, but then it kind of like doled out the music. And I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm fine. Honestly, the scariest part about it was getting out. Because... It deflates the second you unzip it. Like, not oh, all the way. Oh, that would have scared the shit out of me. Not all the way, but it started deflating and to the point where I was like, if I don't get a fucking hand out of this thing right now and get it onto the side of something solid where somebody can grab me, I'm going to go underwater and be trapped under it in the saran wrap. So that was the scary part about it. And I think that's ultimately why they ended up getting rid of it. But, um, I would have cried. Oh, yeah, no. It was, it was pretty spooky. Like... Angela stuck her leg out of it first thing because she freaked out about the same thing. But, like, I got my knee on the side of the pool and I just, like, crawled my way out of it before it could deflate in the water. It was, that part was spooky. They probably should have done that by, like, the stairs.
0: You want to know what I would have done? I would have asked to be put back on land before getting out of it. Oh,
1: yeah, if I had thought about it. (laughs)
0: That way, it's
1: okay. Maybe like (laughs) six tequila shots back. I would have thought about that. Oh my God. Your girl was in there, like, 12 tequila shots in, like, rolling around like a goddamn animal. I, like, would stop and do, like, a dance and stuff, like, unts, unts, and then I'd, like, flip more, and then, yeah, no, I was not thinking about it until they were, like, getting me out, and I was like, oh, I'm, I could die. This is, this is where I go. That's
0: insane. Yeah. Okay, so just to give some background info on where the hell Kelly was, because I just realized we didn't even tell you where oh, the yeah. fuck she was. <laughs> Ball convention. She was out in the middle of the woods killing people. and ran into some really fun hillbillies. Yep,
1: that's essentially how it worked.
0: <laughs> no, she went to Play On Con, which is one of my favorite conventions ever, even though I only have ever gotten to go once so far. It um, is one of the best cons I've ever been to. It's just nerdy summer camp, the convention. Yeah. It's It switches back and forth between being in Alabama and being in Georgia, but it is so... So much flipping class. So fucking it is. Oh, it's dang it!
1: It really is just like summer camp for adults. So there's like parties every night. Yeah, it's just for adults. Yeah, it's parties every night. You go canoeing. There's a big pool. Just tons of stuff to do. Nature hike.
0: They have Artemis. Oh, you know what? Let me move the mic so it's not just me being super loud. That works, and we can hear you as well. (laughs) Okay, it's okay. We're all just talking about our weekend.
1: Yeah, that's really what it is. We're not even. They were fun weekends
0: though. It was super fun. Um, God, I had a blast. I was in L.A. Mm-hmm. visiting Mackenzie, and that was grand old fun and uh, completely unplanned. I went to Anime Expo, AX.
1: Wonderful. <laughs> and then
0: breaking my teeth. Yes,
1: good shit. Falling
0: face first on the concrete, breaking my teeth, getting them fixed in the same day. My knees are fucked up. Arguably the best part of the weekend, am I right? I mean, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who loves a three hour visit to the dentist? Woo woo. I do. The dentist did have an emotional support dog. I saw that. His name was Rocky. And my first thought was like, I know that this isn't hygienic, but I don't care. Yeah.
1: No, of course not.
0: Also, he was a hypoallergenic dog. This is fine. No allergies. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He looked very cute. He was very happy to be there. Sweet. He comforts every patient. I bet. He, I mean, like, he does such a good job because he's such a good boy. He acts like a little doctor. He, like, came out to see us, and he was like, oh, our next one's... Okay, turns back, goes back to the office. I get pulled back. What he comes boy. over for inspection, leaves to go do more dog work. And then by the time I'm in the chair ready for all the surgery, he jumps up on your lap and is just there. He's just like, hi, I'm here. I'm here he's to like, help. like, hi, I'm here to help. I'm here to help put teeth back on so you. So Good. So, welcome to Corn of the Macabre. Welcome to Corn of the Macabre. We now just talk about whatever we want, including my broken teeth. We, all, we just had such big weekends we couldn't was, not talk about, them. God, it was so
1: great. I went to prom again. You I know, mean, I actually made it to like the tail end of prom. By like the time we got there, it was dying down, which was kind of sad. I thought there was going to be like an upstairs party, but it actually yeah. turned into a luau. And it was outside and it was way too fucking hot. So, we all just changed back into our fucking bathing suits. And we're like, I guess we're going to go to the pool. And then we jumped around in
0: hamster ball. So. That's exciting, yeah. Oh yeah, this is still of the Macabre, and I'm still Katie Adkins, and I'm Kelly, and we don't murder people, although we might think about it a lot sometimes. Maybe, maybe you Some can't prove more than it. Others. You can't <laughs> prove it. I don't know what you found in your research, but I found so many options. Man. Let me tell you, I didn't know there were so many
1: old ladies out here trying to get some blood on their hands. Like, I would say about 50% of them were like, she was in her late 50s or like up to like the one
0: I'm going to talk to to you about. I think she's like 79. Yeah, one of the women um, I talk about, she's... I think in her forties or fifties, like she's older. We we just reach a certain age where we're tired of everybody's fucking shit. Tired man. of your shit to the points where I'm like, you know what? Catch me. Yeah, I got like what ten years left. Fuck it up. Fuck Catch me. These up. Blades. Fuck me up. Yeah, they fucking had it coming. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Kind of like uh, Chicago. Exactly. He, right. had he had it coming. Ba-dum. He, he had it coming. He only had himself to blame. To blame. <laughs> Good shit. Our album's coming out next week. Look T-shirts forward. are on sale. yes T-shirts now available. T are now available. Um there was something, I feel like every time I edit an episode, you say something where I'm like, I want that on a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta keep it rolling. Like, I don't and want I, to I wanna point. write all of this stuff down. <laughs> And then one day make t-shirts out shit of all Kelly of these says. things. Just so like all the shit. I still want, <laughs> what was it? Uh, Team Voldemort. Team Voldemort. Team Kelly Voldemort was one. And then there was something else you said that I texted you today that oh, was like, I want uh, that on a shirt. don't eat people's fucking cats. Don't fucking eat people's <laughs> cats. <laughs> don't fucking eat people's cats. You just shouted it. And I was like, I need that on a t-shirt. <laughs> oh, my God. I Beautiful. do think it would be fun to have a uh, keep it creepy, keep it can be creepy it would, be a, with, would be cute, but creepy with a K mm-hmm. on a shirt that'd be really fun. Mm-hmm.
1: Anyways, that would be
0: adorable. All right, maybe we should talk about female killers. Maybe so. we should talk about female killers. Who so do, do you want to go first, or should I? I don't remember who went first. I don't last remember. Sam, you went first. Sam went time. first. Um, you didn't have a story last time. That's true. So why don't you start? Okay, fair enough.
1: Just give me. One minute to pull up my email because I emailed myself. So, there's some debate online about, of all things, this bitch's birthday. Most people say she was born in February and Wikipedia's full of shit. So, uh,
0: anyway. Why does it matter when she was born? I, because she's old as fuck. <laughs> like it's okay.
1: important. This is a story about Tamara Samsonova. Uh, she was born it's probably in February because Wikipedia lies. Uh, sometime in February in 1947, um, in the city of Oh God, Uzer. <laughs> you know I've never been to Oh God. Yeah, you know I've been <laughs> I've been dying to go. <laughs> oh God, here the wine is fantastic. Oh, you know. Um, but it's Uzer. Uh, it's based. It's Where in Russia.
0: It? Okay, she's from the bitch. is from, from, Russia. from Russia. She's okay. from fucking Russia. I, I gave it a shot. Everyone right. from Russia who's like, wow, can't believe you won't pronounce. Now things. part of the Krasnir's
1: cry. I'm really good at pronouncing things. After graduating from high school, she arrived in Mas- Moscow and entered the Moscow State Linguistics University. And after graduating, she moved to St. Petersburg, where she married Alexei Samsonov. I said it so good earlier. Let me see. Yeah. Samsonova. In 1971, she and her husband settled in the newly built Panel House number 4 on Dmitriev Street. And for some time, she worked for Interest Travel Agency... Uh, in particular, the Grand Hotel Europe, and unlike many of her fellow employees who only worked there, like, a couple years to, like, get by, she ended up staying there for 16. Not really sure why that's important, or really any of that is important, but I found that information, I did research, and I want you to know that I did it. <laughs>
0: <Anyway>. <laughs> All the research we didn't do in school, we're making up we're for now. We're doing now! Look at me now, Mrs. Jones! <laughs> Bet you never thought you'd see that, eh? <laughs> Who's Mrs.
1: Jones? Just a bitch I had in high school. <laughs> she called me out on plagiarism like eight hundred times. So like,
0: that's really wow. All fuck you, is. Mrs. Jones. Fuck you, Mrs. Jones. My my lit teacher that I was like, what the fuck was uh, Lisa? Fuck Lisa. Lisa. I called her by her first name to annoy her. She hated it. That's great. She hated me. She told me she was harder on girls because she believes girls are actually more intelligent than boys. Oh, okay. So she would let boys, like, turn their homework in late and shit. And then, like, if I missed part of a class, she'd make me write a whole new paper. I I can't, like I respect it and I hate it at the same no, time. It's, uh, no, I hate it. I was like, I get if you want to say women are more intelligent, but you shouldn't. Don't like, punish them. Don't punish them because you believe women are smarter than men. I was like, that's fucking stupid. I'm like, okay, so Michael gets to turn in his paper late, whereas I have to rewrite it, even though I'm turning it in a little late? Mm-hmm. It was so stupid. But anyways...
1: All right, so (laughs) Mrs. Jones, fuck you. Um, Back to my story. In 2000, uh, Samsonova's- Samsonova, Jesus fuck, I'll get there. Samsonova, uh, her husband disappeared. Nobody knew what happened to him. She appealed to the police, but subsequent searches yield nothing. Fifteen years later, she even went back to the police, which, like, that's a fucking long time, man. Fifteen years later, she goes back to the police and she's like, Hey, just checking up on the missing husband, where my boy at. And they're just like, Ah, oh, it's been 15 years. You're, are you still
0: doing this? <laughs> You're probably never going to find them They're it. pretty
1: much gone forever. It's um, Russia.
0: I'm sure people go missing all the time. That place is enormous. Also, bears. Something tells me the police care less, but I'm pulling that out of my ass. They're just like... (laughs) Well, a lot of the police
1: is, uh... What's the
0: word? What year did this take place? Was it uh, the 90s?
1: 1970, or 47 was when she was born. So in 2000, she, her husband
0: disappeared. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, no, she's old. So in the year 2000. So 2015. A lot of Russia was controlled by the mafia. So that also might be why they didn't care. Yeah, so
1: Russia was just
0: like. They were corrupted. After he's gone, he's been missing.
1: Um, she's just like, all right, well, I got all this space. Might as well just start running out my apartment. More on this later. Hmm. Um and then later in 2015, which subsequently is a time where she started checking up on her husband again. I don't I don't know how that lines up. That's maybe
0: weird. okay. So maybe he went missing. She was like, I really gotta find him. And then she was like, Okay, I gotta move on. She moved on, and then that guy was like, I'm done with this. And she's like, Fuck. And she's sitting there, and she's like, You know, wouldn't it be great if my missing husband came back? Mm-hmm. It'd be really nice. So in
1: 2015, Samsonova meets 79-year-old Valentina Nicolania Ulanova. Can y'all spell it how it sounds? Um, <laughs> can y'all spell it? Can y'all just change
0: everything about you your language
1: so we can understand? Stop doing this! God, speak American. It, you're making it really on hard on us personally. Maybe she brought it up to Valentina, and Valentina was like, wait, you didn't look into this more? And she's like, oh, yeah, you're right. Maybe I should go back so I look like a not-shitty person. That's my guess now. That's my train. I'm on it. But she also li- li- lived. She also <laughs> She also <laughs> lived. I'm getting real into it, y'all. Uh, she also lived on Dimitrov Street. And uh, so there's debate on this next part. Some say that um, Samsonova's apartment was being renovated, and so she went to stay with Valentina for a while. Um, Others say that she became her caretaker. Maybe it was a mixture of both. Like, she started staying with her, and then it was a matter of convenience, because Valentina's like, Hey, I'm old as fuck. You're helpful around the house. Please pour me vodka. You know, that sort of thing. Russian stuff, I assume. And so Samsonova lived in the apartment for several months... Um, She would help with housework and taking care of Valentina. She began really liking living there and wanted to stay there longer and refused to move out. (laughs) She was just like, no, this is my place now. I'm going to stay. And Valentina wasn't crazy about it, I guess, after a time. She was just like, you're a horrible roommate. So they got into a little fight about it. They got into a squabble. Even though,
0: what's her name, Samsonova? Samsonova.
1: Owns it? No, Valentina owns it.
0: Oh, 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 oh! Samsonova
1: oh. went to go stay in Valentina's in Valentina's place. Okay, and started taking care of her and stuff, and okay. then like refused to leave.
0: Okay, sorry, I thought this was the apartment that's being rented out.
1: Oh, no, no. That one's being rented out.
0: (laughs) She had an apartment. It's out for rent. And she's living with her friend. Right. And she's a shit roommate. And she's a shit roommate. All right. I guess she's not that good at cleaning. Clearly, she lost her husband, which means she must have misplaced him somewhere in the house. Absolutely. I don't see how it could be anything else. I mean, she probably swept him into a closet and forgot she's just bad at organization <laughs>
1: that's what it was and so Valentina's like now you've lost my husband I need you to get out <laughs> you keep losing people and your why mess are you is... so bad at this why can't you just clean um, so their relationship started to de- deteriorate and even so Samsonova's like fuck you I'm staying <laughs> Valentina kept asking her to leave and she was just like no I won't <laughs> why are you laughing so hard really funny like can you imagine hating the person that you're living with and like yes actually you're just... <laughs> oh okay and <laughs> no, not you and then just being like i'm not going anywhere <laughs> like, i'm fucking staying they're like no you have to go and you're just like no i know i hate you but i'm staying it's a matter of principle at this point
0: oh my god like
1: what the fuck so they had one more conflict they like Valentina's just like, get out. Samson O was like, no. She's like, get out. No. Get out. Fuck. No. And so, it all comes to a head, because the cups weren't cleaned properly. The cups? The cups.
0: The fucking cups. But they quarreled over unwashed cups. You know what, Kelly? This is going to be us. If you keep putting the hand wash only cups in the dishwasher. It takes so
1: long, and there's so
0: many of them. <laughs>
1: Do we really need the thrones part of it on there? Like, I'm fucking done. It's very pretty, but
0: (laughs) fuck. The hassle. Well, these we can probably machine wash. Well, we have been, so. I have been, but I have other cups that are hand wash only.
1: I will say nothing.
0: Cups aren't clean. I don't know who fucked it up, but it
1: was enough for Samsonova to be like, well, fuck this, I'm going to poison the bitch. (sighs)
0: Oh. She's the one living at her friend's house. She's the one living there. It'd be like if I'm like handy. And a place it's to her stand. fucking job to do the cups. Like she's supposed she's living there and
1: the whole thing was like, I'm gonna help you live, I'm gonna clean. And then she doesn't clean, she's like, well it's your fault. And the an you. entitled bench. Right? So she goes all the way to Pushkin. Bushkin, um, Bushkin, Where she managed to persuade a pharmacist To sell her a prescription drug called uh, How do you persuade a pharmacist <laughs> to sell you What? She got those old lady titties that the men or, go crazy for bitch got a lot of money Bitch better have my money But she gotta have something So she convinces a pharmacist to sell her a prescription drug called Phenisepam What? Phenisepam I, I said it how they spelled it Venezepam.
0: Yeah, I'm assuming that's how you Benizepam. say it. Venezepam.
1: Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds better. All right. Um, and upon returning to the city, Samsonova opened a bottle of, uh, how'd you say it? Fizenepam. Oh. Yes, I did it. Put all 50 pills into Valentina's Olivier salad. Later, to police, she told them she liked it very much i'm sorry she's like she liked it a lot it was a great wait <laughs> she told the police later later on i just added it in there because i thought it was really funny that she was like
0: this bitch loved she's this like drink. she
1: loved getting poisoned um she
0: loved this drink It was a salad Oh, it was a salad. She put it in her salad. She said, what a great salad. Yeah. She was like, she was like, I, I love this. Best salad ever.
1: All those mushed up fucking pills ew, in there. Ew. How did yeah, you dude? put that in a, I she, guess you put it in the dressing. You had to
0: put it in the dressing. That had to have been There's it. There's no way. I bet it was those capsule pills that you can open up and mm-hmm. put powder. That's probably it. I bet that's how it was. Yeah.
1: We've been having a lot of fun here, folks. But this is where shit's about to get real. Okay. I had a
0: roommate squabble, but now the murder begins. Now the murder
1: happens. Uh, upon consuming the salad, Valentina falls to the floor, just collapses, where Samsonova just looks at her for a minute and then proceeds to dismember her with two knives and a saw. So, first, okay, she saws off her head and puts it in a saucepan, complete with lid. There's pictures of all of this, by the way, that I looked at. Do you have them safe? I will find
0: them and pull them up for you, but it's fucked. I have photos, too. I mean, there's, like, literally bloody body parts. Like, I was going to put, yeah, mine are uncensored photos. I was going to put censored in the Discord for anyone who wants to see them. We can include both of them because mine are semi-censored, not very yeah. much.
1: Anyway, um, so she saws off her head and puts it in a saucepan. And then... it's a big saucepan. Yeah, dude. Well, no, it was, like, one of those, like, pots. Oh. Yeah, and, like, she put it in there. And people saw her carrying this pot, like, out of the building. So, okay, we're going to get there, too. So, she then sawed the body in half, and using knives, uh, she sheared it into pieces. After
0: eating some of these pieces, (laughs) she Uh, ate... Oh, my God. You know what? Honestly, like, hear me out. I need you to hear me out. Okay. If I kill someone, you know, and I'm not vegan, right? Save the planet. Are you a little curious Save the planet, to know a what people meat tastes like. You already are guilty of murder. I would cook it at least. Yeah. Does she eat it raw? I Does just... she have human tartare? They didn't <laughs> find it
1: on the stove, so we can only assume. I just... That's our hashtag, though. It's like...
0: Save the planet. Eat I don't condone cannibalism, nor am I actually interested in cannibalism. But if I was to lose my mind so far that I murder someone and I'm in the process of getting rid of it, and if this whole process isn't insanely grossing me out, because how would I know until I do it or if right. I ever do it, which I won't, that, I phrase that horribly. I am not interested in killing people. The idea of it makes my stomach turn. Yeah. Yeah. What I mean though is, if I'm I were very to with gore. if I were to snap, yeah, me neither. If I were to snap like that, though, I can't help but think I would be curious enough. Yeah, you know. I mean, if you're already in that crazy mindset, you're why not right. give it a try? You're already in the kitchen. Can't yeah. handle the limbs,
1: get out of the kitchen. Oh my uh, god. <laughs> so yeah, let's see. Okay, so she cut it into pieces. Um, then she put par- the parts of the body into different bags. Some of the bags haven't been recovered. The saucepan hasn't been recovered. This is just stuff that she, like, just straight up told them. She had to make several trips to get these bags outside, which, like, people took photos of. Like, that's why there's pictures of it. People saw her taking all these bags and shit out of the house and just, like, carrying them out consistently. Oh, my
0: God. Yeah. Because it's year 2000, and she's old, and she doesn't think about that stuff. Yeah, but I guess she got tired because it's of- The year 2000. That means people are breaking out their... Oh, no, it's 2015. Oh, 2000 is when her husband went missing. Mm Mm-hmm. 2015. Wow, this is really recent. Yeah. So I was about to say, in 2000, what, everyone's breaking out their digital cameras? Mm Mm-hmm. But in 2015, yeah, everyone's got a smartphone. Okay. Yeah,
1: everybody's taking, they're fucking snapping that shit, putting it on Instagram, all that fucking So shit.
0: it's, like, pretty obvious to these people she's carrying a body. They're just like, what are you doing? Like, why are you taking all these bags outside? Where did they come from? Where's your friend? Yeah, the fact that so many people are taking photos tells me she was acting really fucking weird.
1: Oh, Yeah. Like, nobody was surprised when all of this happened, apparently. Like, the neighbors were all like, I mean, it's kind of crazy that it happened. I didn't know it would be so brutal, but she was fucking creepy. Anyway, she eventually got tired and just started, like, hiding them around the house. She's just like, I'm tired of going outside. There's a lot of steps. Let me just throw this in the closet. I bet it was the
0: torso. It was too heavy for her. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I mean, she had cut up the torso. Like, she she had cut this lady up into pieces and was just, like, putting body parts Wherever the fuck she wanted. So on the evening of July 26th, uh, Valentina's decapitated body with severed limbs wrapped in a bathroom curtain was found near a, near a pond located by house number 10. So she didn't even go that far. Like, she literally just, like, walked down to the pond and was like, this'll do. And, like, <laughs> ruin. Like old bitches do. Like old bitches do. Like, their fucking knees aren't working. They ain't got time for this. She probably thought no one would suspect her because she's old. Mm-hmm. Well... Here's the thing. The package didn't initially attract any attention for several days until a local resident took an interest in its contents, which, poor fucking guy. Like, he's just like, why is there a bathroom curtain over there? Let me just go take
0: a... Oh, fuck! You know, like, that dude had a bad day. I'm so scared of being, like, one of those people one day, and then somehow I get in trouble. Yeah. Well, uh, he came upon it.
1: um, And let's see... So, this is where we find it out. Based on the condition of Valentina's body, police suspect that she didn't only cut her up to make it easier, but ate some of her as well, which I already covered with you.
0: How much did she eat? I want to know. I don't know. I guess we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. Unless she tells us. Unless we, like,
1: tear her apart like a shark and go searching.
0: But, uh... Or... Or maybe
1: don't do that, because we're people, not sharks. Hashtag shark power. Uh, the... Identity of the, de- the deceased was found out the next day, and after a survey of apartment residents, uh, they were just like, yeah, she lived with her. And so they go to Samsonova, they knock on the door, Samsonova opens the door, and having entered inside, they found, they were obviously assaulted by smell, um, they found traces of blood in the bathroom, this woman was just living there with and all these also, smells? Yeah, she's just living in there. Like, yeah, Samson yeah. stayed there with all these limbs for, like, days. Yeah, like, to the point where it was stinking up. Yes, yeah, and then so they found, like, pieces of the curtain, too, that were still hanging there. Because she didn't rip the whole thing off. She ripped, I guess, some of it. Because some of it was still hanging on the shower. She's like, well, I need something to cover me. Um what? <laughs> Yeah, so she was immediately arrested. And after the arrest, they found a diary in which Samsonovia not only confessed to this murder, but the several tenants that had been living in her apartment. What? Mm Mm-hmm. So this wasn't her first rodeo? Nope. Oh my god. She wrote in her diary, I killed my tenant. She wrote it! She wrote her fucking diary. They found this in her diary. Also, there's illustrations in it, and it's, like, really tiny lettering and some that's, like, sideways and stuff. Like, real crazy bitch shit up in there. Okay, she snapped. Oh, she 100% snapped. So, in the diary, she writes, I killed my tenant, Volodoya. I know I didn't say that right, but it doesn't matter. Um, Cut him into pieces in the bathroom with a knife. Put the pieces of his body in plastic bags and threw them away in different parts of Ferenczi district.
0: So no wonder she was so casual with Valentina's murder. She's like, ah, eh, been there, done that. <laughs> she's already done this so much, she's gotten cocky. Um, So when she's in court, keep in mind, this is reason. This is 2015,
1: like, probably 2016 at this point, I would guess. So in court, Sam Sanova was pictured blowing kisses to the reporters. This is Ted Bundy shit. Right? And was even caught celebrating when the judge told her she would be held in custody. Like, she literally clapped. When she found out that she was going to be held. She
0: just wanted to make everyone chill. feel unsettled.
1: Yeah. Okay,
0: like... I feel that, though.
1: Yeah. Like, I, feel like when,
0: I feel like when you're that fucked, I would act like a crazy bitch, too. I'd be like, fuck yeah, party! Like, just because... I don't know, that's the kind of person I am. I was never a shittier kid than when I was caught, and there was no way out of it. It's like I was peak shittiness in my attitude. I, mm-hmm. I, it's weird. It's a weird instinctual. If I'm going down, thing. I'm going down hard. Right. If that makes, does that make sense? Yeah, sure. Like there, like I was like a good. I was a overall pretty good kid, but whenever I was caught doing something I shouldn't do, it was like my attitude levels like fucking peaked. Mm-hmm. It was like not me anymore. It was really weird. Where I'd just be like, oh, whatever, this is all funny to me. And they're just like, oh, okay, well. Okay, you bitch. Yeah, it's kind of like the, uh, you know, like the kid in class who always gets in trouble and they're like, if you say one more word, it's like another week of detention. And they're just like, word, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was shit like that. For yeah. some reason, I have that personality trait and I fucking hate it. Just a, <laughs> being a dick because you're already caught for being a just dick. So might as dick. well milk it. <laughs> it's like I know you want me to act remorseful so I'm not gonna act remorseful I did it on purpose it was me all along
1: (laughs) my only regret is that you got me (laughs) so um when asked why she's acting like this crazy fucking bitch aside from saying I'm a crazy fucking bitch she says I'm haunted by a maniac upstairs who forced me to kill Um, I'm haunted yeah Okay, I'm haunted by a maniac upstairs. I have nowhere else to live. I'm a very old person. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know why that's really funny. I'm a very old person. Because fifty three really isn't that old. No, she was. Well, she was seventy something at this point. 70. Oh, 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 oh. Well, the
0: lady she was living with was seventy. Fifty three. So I she's... forgot. Two thousand fifty three Fifty three is two thousand. So she was nearing seventy. Do I think. some math. No, I refuse. Just this isn't the math podcast. Do some fucking
1: math, I don't Kelly. even look at numbers she's, when I'm off work. She's 68. Okay.
0: Okay. Fine.
1: If you say so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm a
0: very old bitch at 68. If she's born in February, 69. <laughs> yeah. <clears> hmm. <throat>
1: 69. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 her age, okay. Yeah,
0: if it's the beginning of 2016, then she's probably 69. So, um, I'm a very
1: old person, I cannot say that enough, and I put the whole matter to rest deliberately. I have thought 77 times about it and then decided that I must be in prison. I will die there and the state will probably bury me. Police have evidence, probably in that fucking diary, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Dear Diary, today I sliced another person. It was great.
0: Yeah, uh, I really want to know, did she have, like,
1: beautiful handwriting? Because no, people... It was, like, really tiny lettering, like, spooky shit. So police have evidence li- linking Samsonova to at least 11 deaths. Um, suspected victims include other neighbors, former tes- tenants, her mother, and her husband
0: what yeah dude. she killed her missing husband quote-unquote missing husband uh
1: so she really did
0: sleep him into a closet mm-hmm.
1: uh so samsonova is currently being detained in the high security kazan psychiatric prison hospital uh for a detailed assessment before she stands trial they found her to be insane no way you don't say and uh once her assessment is over her trial will commence. Uh, She'll be returned to St. Petersburg, but for now is being charged for just one murder. Valentina. Because they have no hard evidence on all the other ones. So that's the story of
0: Tamara Samsonova. Tamara Samsonova, you Russian bitch. She's fucking nuts. So in my research, I actively tried to avoid women who use poison as a method for murder Because the number one way women kill people is poison, and I get it. And the reason why is because it's a more efficient way to kill someone. It's fucking smart. Also, over the years, what's women's thing? Being in the fucking kitchen. If you prepare something for someone, they're going to fucking eat it. Because you're a woman and you made it. It was the easiest way to kill people. Especially back in the day when people didn't think, like, arsenic... (laughs) was toxic which you, still blows my mind maybe it was the women's weapon cuz it was the
1: smarter weapon it's the smarter weapon
0: <laughs> like less mess okay y'all just mad cuz you didn't think of it first less mess easier kill harder to detect i mean now with modern science it's a lot easier to detect there are still poisons out there that are more difficult to detect One reason why arsenic was such a common way to kill people is because if you cook it in something that's supposed to have an almond taste, you won't sense it because arsenic has an almond-esque smell to it. And um, that's part of why it was such a popular way to kill people. put it in any cookies. And they used, yeah, you, you could put it in, like, almond cookies and literally kill people that way. And um, we used to not have ways of detecting it. Now we have ways of detecting it. So don't recommend using <laughs> 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 arsenic. Jokes on you. But anyways, I was looking for, like, brutal, brutal fucking women who were like, fuck that. And you want to know what I found out? Hmm. I still found women who use poison. So, <laughs> I mean, it's fucking tried it true. I did my best. And, yeah, the best story I found still involved poison. Well, did you hear about that other girl? The one who was, like, crazy and was like, you're going to love me and no one bet me. And then, like, went into his fucking
1: bathroom and stabbed him to death and then, like, took pictures of it and was like, those aren't mine. Have <laughs> you not heard of her? No. Oh, that's that one's recent too. She's fucking crazy.
0: There was no poison there; just straight up. E-er, e-er, e-er. I love Psycho that style. Respect. I love that. Crimes of passion is what they call those, which is fucking stupid. I hate that phrase. <laughs> I do have something interesting. Okay, so in my trip in LA last week, uh, Crystal and I did stop by the Museum of Death again because Crystal wanted to check it out. And I had already been there, but I decided to go through it again because there's so much shit there that there is bound to be something I forgot about or missed. Right. And there totally was. There was the murder of, what was his name? Something Berkowitz. Hold on. And I was like, I need to write down this guy's name immediately because the photos, they are so eerie. This is a little mini story. Okay. It's not my full story. Robert Bekowitz. Bekowitz. Robert Beckowitz, I mean it was Berkowitz, I think it was Beckowitz. so Robert Beckowitz was murdered by his girlfriend and her friend. His girlfriend and him were sitting watching TV when the friend came in and shot him with a gun and killed him, and then a three-day orgy ensued after killing him. This is, of course... What else would it be? The fucking 70s. Oh, suddenly it all makes sense. And uh, there are some pretty gross photos because the girl and the guy thought it would be really fun. They were naked the whole time and they just went on a drug binge. They took a bunch of fun photos of them dismembering his body. The most eerie photo to me is of her totally naked because she's like actually a really cute girl. Like, she doesn't look like a psycho. Like, she just looks like a cute, cutesy young girl. And it's of her with a hacksaw saw over his head, holding his head, going, like, sawing his head off, like, this is cute and fun. Yay. And I'm like, this is so disturbing. There's photos of, um, the dude with his dismembered penis, like, shoving it in the guy's dead mouth. Oh, my God. There's photos of them putting his own foot in his mouth. And there's photos of them, like, moving his fingers to, like, pick his own nose and shit like that. Like, it's... It's disturbing. Oof. The guy was sent to prison for murder, whereas the girl only got a few years because...
1: She only dismembered the
0: guy. Yeah, she was only... She was charged with, like, dismemberment of a dead body. She wasn't charged with murder at all. So she only got, like, three years, whereas the other dude got, like, 50 yikes so it was those photos still not crazy about her being out there they have the actual fucking photos at the museum and i was like looking at these and you can't take photos while you're there so i had to go on dark i went to this creepy ass website which i don't ever want to visit again (laughs) Mm -hmm. because i was trying to find uncensored versions of these photos because i wanted to be able to share them with those out there who want to see and I found this creepy-ass website of this dude, like, thinking this was really hot.
1: Oh, no. And it's, like,
0: really gross. And each caption is so gross. Like, I, I cut I cut it all out. I just have the photo. The caption of her, like, posing with her naked body, like, cutting his head off. Real women like this don't exist anymore. And, like, just creepy, weird captions no <laughs> and like glorifying these people it was not really it was really gross websites like that do exist don't visit you'll probably get a virus like <laughs> 10 out of 10 virus central you'll get a fucking virus but anyways that's not my story that was just like a sidebar thing that i encountered and was like this is crazy creepy and crazy and weird but my story let me pull it up here leonarda Cinciuli. And this is back during the 1930s in Italy. So get ready. Leonardo Cinciuli was born in Montella. While still a young girl, Leonardo attempted suicide twice. And the only reason why that's important is because it shows that she has been pretty much clinically depressed her whole life. Depression is a huge part of who she is. And depression can make people go kind of crazy after a while, especially unchecked. Unchecked, yeah. And this is during uh, the early 1900s in Italy, so you better believe that shit went fucking unchecked. In 1914, she married a registry office clerk, Raffaele Pensardi. Her parents did not approve of that marriage, as they planned her to marry another man. They had, like, an arranged marriage for her, and she was like, fuck that, I want to marry this guy. And so, Leonarda claimed that on this occasion, her mother cursed them. So, she believes she's cursed. Hmm. The couple moved to Lariano and Alta Erpina. Erpina. Their home was destroyed by an earthquake in 1930, which I'm sure she excused on this curse her mom gave them. And they moved once more, this time to um, Correggio. I actually looked up the pronunciations for all of this. I hope you're fucking proud of me. So in Correggio is where Leonardo opened a small shop and became very popular as a nice, gentle woman, a doting mother, and a nice neighbor. She sold a lot of stuff, like various cakes and soaps and just little things, you know, women make around the house. Super little cute stuff that only women can make because women can't do big things like men can. Right. So, Chinchuli had 17 pregnancies during her marriage, which is a shit ton of pregnancies. That's a
1: lot of fucking fetuses.
0: Oh, but wait. Oh, boy. Of those 17 pregnancies, three were miscarriages. Ten of the 14 children that were born died in their youth. So, only four kids of her 17 pregnancies actually survived. Jesus. Yeah. So... That fucking curse, it's a bitch, man. Yeah, dude. Ten children died. She had to bury ten kids. By the fifth one, it's fucking routine. Like, oh my god. So, consequently of that, and understandably, she was heavily protective of the four surviving children. Her fears were fueled by a warning that she had received sometime earlier from a fortune teller. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh goody.
0: Who said that she would marry and have children, but that all of her children would die. So big old Cersei Lannister vibes here. And gold their shrouds. But she also believes that shit. Like she believes fortune tellers, she believes her mom put a curse on them. Like mm-hmm. she is so stupid, protective of her kids, she believes which this none fortune of this teller. is helping her depression. Absolutely not. She's already clinically depressed. Poor woman, damn. I know, oh, I know. At this point, I'm like, I don't blame you for killing people. Go ahead and kill. You'd earned it. You fucking (laughs) earned it, dude. Like, your life is surrounded by death. So, reportedly, Chinchuli also visited another gypsy who practiced palm reading, and this gypsy told her, in her right hand, she sees prison, and in her left hand, criminal asylum. Oh, well, these are fun things. Cinchuli was a superstitious woman, as we all know, and seems to have taken these warnings very much to heart. She was like, all right, well, time to get to killing. In a weird way, I feel like it was an excuse where she was like, well, it's my future. I can't change it. Yeah. You know? Might as well lean into it. So in 1939, Cinchuli heard that her eldest son, Giuseppe, wanted to join the Italian army in preparation for World War II. Giuseppe was, or is it Giuseppe or Giuseppe? Giuseppe. 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 When it was her favorite child, which I don't. It I, was the first one to live. the first one to live, number one. Number two, uh, the reason why we know these details is because she wrote a book, and we have some quotes from this book. So she wrote a book in full detail of how she murdered these women and everything. It's like a fucking memoir. It's nuts. Hmm. So, yeah, Giuseppe was her favorite child, and she was determined to protect him at all costs. She came to the conclusion that his safety required human sacrifices, as you do as a loving mother.
1: I mean, absolutely. You know? What What? Who, what Who? mother wouldn't kill for their child?
0: I know you said absolutely, but it sounded like you said absolutely, and I love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> You gotta say it with the fingers. <laughs> hey yeah. <laughs> she found three middle-aged women she believed would make great victims for this cause, all of which were her neighbors. <laughs> well, that's convenient. <laughs> so, some sources record that Chinchuli was something of a fortune-teller herself, and that these women all visited her for help. Others state merely that they were friends of hers seeking advice. She more sold it as that she's like a fortune teller and these woman women these women believed she was like giving them their future and their fortune and helping them. But whatever the fucking cause was, she began to plan their deaths. So the first victim was Faustina Setti. I can't say Italian Setti. names without it being sing a song. So Faustina Setti. 30. I can't 30. do it! I can't do it! I told myself I wasn't gonna do it and then I did it. I Set. think you should just go with it. Faustina Setti was a lifelong spinster. Ay. Ay, ay, ay. She made the meatball. Ah, she loved the bushetti. <laughs> okay. <laughs> was a lifelong spinster who had come to her for help in finding a husband. Chinchuli told her of a suitable mate in Pola but convinced her to tell nobody of the news. She further convinced Eddie to write letters and postcards to relatives and friends, these to be mailed when she reached Pola, were merely to tell them that everything was fine. Everything is awesome! (laughs) So she convinced them to write letters being like, I'm fine, I'm in Pola, everything's good. To pre-write these letters before Mm -hmm. ever going. On the day of her departure, Seti came to visit Chinchuli one last time. And Chinchuli offered her a glass of drugged wine, then killed her with an axe. So I guess she didn't use poison. She
1: used it to give her a head start. She
0: just knocked them out and then axe murdered them, like the insane woman she was. And then dragged the body into a closet. Is she insane or just <sighs> God-fearing? She's passionate. Okay, she's a very passionate woman is obviously a crime of passion. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, this is why I hate that phrase. <laughs> I passionately kill people. I passionately kill people, but I plan it ahead of time. <laughs> okay, so here is the part where we get to some of her quotes from her book. So there is where she cut the body into nine parts, gathering the blood into a basin. In her memoir, which her memoir is called An Embittered Soul's Confession, Chinchuli described what happened next in her official statement, which is, I threw the pieces into a pot, added seven kilos of caustic soda, which I had bought to make soap and stirred the whole mixture until the pieces dissolved into a thick, dark mush that I poured into several buckets and emptied in a nearby septic tank. As for the blood in the basin, I waited until it had coagulated and dried it in the oven, ground it, and mixed it with flour, sugar, chocolate, milk, and eggs- And did she sell it? As well as a bit of margarine, kneading all the ingredients together. I made lots of crunchy tea cakes and served them to the ladies who came to visit, though Giuseppe and I also ate them. Well, so assuming at this point in time, these ladies she's mentioning are visiting her for psychic help. She's just like, here, drink this blood. She's giving them complimentary (laughs) blood cakes and is eating them herself, knowing what they are, and feeding them to her favorite son.
1: I mean, it's it's going to help him survive the
0: war. It's going to help him survive the war. World War II. What a doozy. Share the love. Some sources also record that Chinchuli apparently received SETI's life savings, which Italy now uses the euro. But they didn't switch to the euro until 1999. Their old currency was called... Um, Lyre or Lyra. I don't know how to pronounce it. So she received SETI's life savings, which is 30,000 Lyra as payment for her services. But I decided to go ahead and do some math yeah. to figure out just how much money that was. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not much in today's money. I literally converted it into dollars of America's 1940s dollars. Mm-hmm. And then converted it into today's dollars. 30,000 Lyra was only like 300 something dollars. In today's mm-hmm. da- dollars. In today's dollars. She was probably going
1: to her saying like where do I get money? Lyra.
0: Okay it's called Lyra which sounds way more Italian than what I'm saying which Lyra. is Lyra which Lyra. is the American accent in me. Lira. All we need is a cowboy hat. Yeah. Yeah so like Italy was a fucking poor-ass country. It was not a great... Sweet baby angels. So that was only, like, $300. Wah, wah, wah. Well, I mean, it's really for the sacrifice. Can you really put a price but on her human sacrifices? Savings? savings. She spent her life savings on this woman. She spent her life saving the life of a and, and then died. I mean, really, she's out
1: here saving lives. So... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. According
0: to chinchilla no <laughs> chinchilla is the murderer and it's uh chinchuli chinchilla the murderer which by the way i'm so glad i looked up how to say it because the way this shit's spelled i would have been like cyanciuli, to you i've been butchering names left and right on this podcast and i am decided to I'm sick of it. I'm fucking sick Look, of it. I'm not standing for it. I'm almost We're going to leave this to Kelly. <laughs> I'm almost done editing our vampire episode. Dope. I am really sick of how we constantly go back and forth on the pronunciation of Elizabeth Bathory. Bathui. I swear to god. <laughs> I've heard that name pronounced like that in that exact voice. I don't know how many times now. Bethui. But that's what that fucking is. Okay, continuing the fuck on she made human cakes. Essentially, I see this woman as the inspiration for that musical. You know, the Demon of Fleet uh, the Street. The Barber Fleet Street. The Barber, the Demon Barber Fleet oh, Street. Oh fuck, fuck, Sweeney Todd, Sweeney Todd. Listen, Mrs. Lovett. She's got to be the inspiration for Mrs. Lovett. So her next victim is Francesca Soavi, and I still can't say it. Not sing songy. I think it's fine. Cinjully. Claims to have found her a job at a school for girls in Piacenza. Piacenza. Like, I think it's Cenza. Piacenza! Okay. So, it like right. like Seti, Soavi was convinced to write postcards to be sent to friends, this time from um, Corrego. Corrego. Novana. Ah, it's Corrego. Corrego. Nueva. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> From Correggio Detailing her plans. Also, like Sadie, Soavi came to visit with Chinchuli before her departure. She too was given drugged wine and then killed with an axe. The murder occurred on September fifth,
1: nineteen forty. She's like, let me
0: ask you a question. <laughs> How's your wine? <laughs> oh, but um tss- You're the fucking worst. You're the Fucking worst. <laughs> yeah. So Avi's body was given the same treatment as Seti's and Chinchuli is said to have obtained only 3,000 lyre, lyre from her second victim. So, like 30 cents. Bunch of cake. She's just like, let there be cake. It's 30 bucks. She got 30 bucks out of her. So her third and final victim is Virginia a uh, Chinchuli's final, final victim, Virginia... I'm just going to call her Virginia because fuck this last name, Cashiapo. It looks like a spice. It looks like something I put in my tea, but it's, yeah. not, what, it's not what it is. She's I mean, maybe, maybe she was put in Chinchuli's tea but not mine. So um but um she was a former soprano said to have sung at oh. La Scala. For her, chinchuli claimed to have found work as uh, the secretary for a mysterious impresario in Florence. As with the other two women, she was told not to tell a single person where she was going. Virginia agreed, and on September 30th, 1940, came for a last visit with Chinchuli. The pattern to the murder was exactly the same as the first two, but according to T- To Chinchuli's official statement in her book, she ended up in the pot like the other two. Her flesh was fat and white. When it had melted, I had added a bottle of cologne. And after a long time on the boil, I was able to make some of the most acceptable creamy soap. I gave bars to neighbors and acquaintances. The cakes, too, were better. That woman was really sweet. What a nice thing to say. She received 50,000 lira and assorted jewels from this woman. I'm rich. So like 500 bucks. And jewels. And jewels. For your cakes. Yeah, so she didn't just turn this woman into cakes. She turned the fat from her body into soap and gave it to neighbors. Which leads me to tell you guys that this woman is now known as... Soap lady. The soap maker.
1: Oh, damn it! I was like, so close!
0: Uh, Correggio.
1: Correggio. That, looks, that sounds much better in Italian.
0: But yeah, Soap bitch. But yeah, she's the soap bitch at Correggio. <laughs> this last victim, Virginia's sister-in-law, grew hella suspicious at her sudden disappearance. She's like, ah, no, no, no. And had last seen her entering Tinchuli's house. She reported her feel her fields, fears. Jesus Christ. She reported her fears to the superintendent of police in Reggio Emilia, who opened an investigation and soon arrested Tinchuli. Tinchuli immediately confessed to the murders, providing detailed accounts of what she had done. So that's one thing that's common in both of our stories. They're like, "Fuck yeah, I did like, it!" Like, "Yeah, I did it." Let me tell you how. Fight me, proud of my work. <laughs> Look at how I did it. Look at it. There um, tell you another narcissist. I'm gonna kill
1: more people than any man ever could. By the way, she popped up so many times. That woman's dope, though. <laughs> that woman's a fucking badass. I don't. I don't care. Uh, I, we I ca- should have talked I about care. her. I care that you murdered people. I do. But at the same time, you went out with that badass line. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. gotta respect it. We'll get to that in a moment. That's my next tattoo. Really? <laughs> <laughs> really? Bold words. Okay. Yes. Kill more me- or kill more people than a man ever could.
0: Kill more people than a man ever could. Sounds like a Mae West line. That
1: sounds like a fucking drag queen line on a fucking rap
0: battle. Probably. All right, so, uh... Chinchuli was tried for murder in Reggio Emilia in 1946. She remained unrepentant, going so far as to correct the official account while on the stand. Uh, excuse me, you got that wrong. I hit her with an axe. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, and I used her blood.
1: Hey, hey, I used her blood to make cake. You said cookies? And that is incorrect. It was tea cakes. It was tea cakes. It was tea cakes. Very important.
0: Get it right.
1: I object. They were very tasty. (laughs) They didn't taste like blood at all. And I'm also selling soaps.
0: (laughs) So anyone who's interested. Check out my Etsy. (laughs) Okay, so at her trial, the last week of her trial... Leonarda gripped the witness stand rail with oddly delicate hands and calmly set the prosecutor right on certain details. Her deep-set, dark eyes gleamed with a wild inner pride as she concluded, I gave the copper ladle, which I used to skim the fat off of the kettles, to my country, which was so badly in need of metal During the last days of the war. So basically, she was like, oh, yeah, I didn't only do this murder. I was so smart to have donated the metal objects I used to do it to serve the country in war.
1: Okay, but important question. Did her son live through
0: the war? I think so. All right, so it worked. (laughs) I know it. I didn't follow that up, so I'm not sure. I think that's very important to know. I feel like if he did die,
1: they would have said so. Exactly. So maybe she was right. She saved her favorite son with cake and also soap.
0: Yep. So uh, she was found guilty of her crimes, no fucking shit, and sentenced to only 30 years in prison and three years in a criminal asylum. Chinchuli died of cerebral apoplexy in the woman's criminal asylum in pazuli on october 15th 1970 a number of artifacts from the case including the pot in which the victims were boiled are on display at the criminological museum in rome so what i found so interesting about this murderer is that she. Fucking baked her victims into cake and soap and was like, here, friends and family, feast and (laughs) bathe. What a shame. What a waste. I'm going to call this woman the original Mrs. Lovett. This reminded me of a story I read in high school, which I remember reading this story being like, if I kill someone, this is how I do it. Even though nowadays it wouldn't work anymore. Was a woman uh, took a giant turkey leg or ham leg thing and hit a man over the head so hard with it that he died and then she killed him with a turkey leg? She went to the market, came back home to discover the body. Right?
1: Right. Death by turkey.
0: Notified the police as she's cooking turkey leg or ham leg, whatever it was. Which turkey leg I guess wouldn't have been big enough. I think it was a ham thing, I guess.
1: As a like cartoon ham.
0: Like a cartoon ham. And uh, as the police were talking to her, and she was just calmly like, Yeah, whatever. She literally was feeding them the evidence because the only thing to be left on his head was the ice mm-hmm. from the frozen leg, which had melted. Mm-hmm. And they were like, We have no idea why he died because it's like the 1800s. You know what I mean? Like, and what's she's this? just like, I don't know. Is it even dead? Here, you thanks sure? so much for your hard work. Here's some ham. Yep. Let's just tie a bell to his finger. We'll figure out if he's really dead later. Um, I don't know if we really have a lot of time left. Uh, we kind of do, I guess. I didn't know if you had any, like, honorable mention female killers. I know that I do. My personal favorite is Lizzie Borden.
1: Yeah. girl who's just like, what? This was just ketchup. She was my
0: <laughs> It's just paint. It's just paint. I love Lizzie Borden. I didn't <laughs> know I didn't know she was real until like last year when I did a deep dive see on her story. So funny story about this. Um there was a radio
1: show that I listened to and I had a favorite person on this show called Bethany. She was really fucking funny and she liked Game of Thrones and stuff. Anyway, she dressed up as uh Borden for Halloween and I was like, that's What is she talking about? Like, she's like, yeah, I have an axe. And she was, like, in an old-timey, like, Victorian dress. And I, like, saw the picture and I was like, I wonder what she's dressed up as. I'm going to
0: go look. And then I looked her up and I was like, oh. I can't believe you didn't know who Lizzie Borden was as a child. I didn't. Okay, to be fair, I knew who Lizzie Borden was because my dad is weird. And so my dad used to tell me the nursery rhyme as a little girl because that was a fucking normal thing in my life. Right. Lizzie Borden had an axe, gave her mother 40 wax. When she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. Mm. And my dad used to sing this to me for fun. Well, that's cute. (laughs) And I was like, this is fun. Yeah, Lizzie Borden. And that's why I knew who she was. And every other kid I knew seemed to have known this nursery rhyme. Georgia's weird. Georgia's weird. I discovered she was real last year when I was temporarily living with my dad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Dad, did you know Lizzie Borden was real? And he was like, What? No, I didn't. And I was like, what? Yeah, he didn't know either. He just Do You needs- don't even know, what you're singing to me, Dad. Me and him just knew the nursery rhyme. Read a book. And I was like, I'm going to look it up. My mom is the alien person, but my dad is the ghost they're person. They're real and they're coming. My mom Buckle believes- up. Well, my brother being the eldest child is the most skeptical. The oldest kid is always the most skeptical, I swear to God. hmm So we went over the whole Lizzie Borden thing, and you know what? That bitch totally did it. There's another theory, though, that her sister actually did nah, it.
1: It was Borden. It was Lizzie. It
0: and that's a farm theory. Lizzie. The Emma the, doing it, though, is like... A lot of effort. I think they were in kind of cahoots. Oh, about sure, it. sure. That I believe because the mother they killed wasn't their mother; it was their stepmom, who Lizzie literally called Mrs. Borden. That's how like formal she was with her because they hated her. Their father was awful. He was raised in a super wealthy family, but wasn't given the money. But the money he did make, he would give to everyone but them.
1: So he had a coming.
0: And, um... He only
1: had himself to blame. If you'd have been there, if you'd have seen it, I think that you
0: maybe would have done the same.
1: Just maybe. Just maybe.
0: Notes and tidbits about the Lizzie Borden case was, number one, neither the stepmom or the dad was hit with 40 wax. His stepmom was killed first in the guest bedroom with 19 wax. That's a lot of wax. a lot of fucking wax. It was an axe, right? Yep. Axe wax. It was a hatchet. It was axe wax! (laughs) It was a little hatchet, and when they discovered the hatchet, which the hatchet had no blood on it, but part of the handle was missing, Mm. so they assumed the missing part had blood on it. Part of why Lizzie was never actually put in prison for the crime is because the police couldn't get their fucking story straight Mm. when they assessed the evidence. Mm-hmm. Didn't find any bloody clothes because she, she was reported to have burned clothes. She got red paint on. That I mean, I've done that with ketchup plenty of and times. And she burned them in the stove because that's normal. Where else would she do it? But my favorite part about when they discovered the the hatchet, there was no dust on it, but there was dust all around it. <laughs> And part of the hand. And part of the handle was missing. One of the police officers said that they found the missing piece and that it was fine with no blood. Other officers said that uh, they never found it, so they had to throw that evidence out entirely because the police couldn't get their story straight. Get your shit together. We're a team, goddamn it. Get. Your shit, shit together. shit together. Also, the whole town kind of hated their dad because he was an asshole.
1: He had it coming. He had it
0: coming. He only had himself, himself to, to blame. And they've been there. Ba, da, if you'd have seen it, da, da. I bet that you would have done the same. Pop, six, squish. Uh-uh. Sister oh, lip, lip shits. shits. Remember the Russian girl? Uh-uh. 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 Russian Russian. The Russian, least Russian. interesting one. Not guilty. Not guilty. Because none of us knew what the fuck she said. But did you do it? No. Not, not guilty. guilty. If you don't know Chicago, do you Read a book. even listen to our podcast? Read a book. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not Please. where you'll find a musical at all. <laughs> She gave her stepmother nineteen wax, but she gave her father only eleven because she loved him so dearly. And one of his eyeballs was literally split in half, which yeah. tells the detail that he was asleep when the attack happened. Yeah. And there's photos of him online. Yeah, that's fun. And it's of him lying on like one of those lounging couches. Yeah, just no face. Oh, I like that. Obliterated. That's my fetish. So if you want to check that out, just that's just that's just a quick Google just search internet away. It. Internet, it's your friend. There's a shit ton of female killers and to the point to where it kind of inspired me. I kinda of, I found this one story. And I kinda of wanna have like a poison episode. Mm-hmm. Just what if we just
1: theme one of our rooms? Um, female serial killers. Is that weird? Our rooms? Well, a room. Hallway. The hallway's very empty. Portraits.
0: Of, of of best lady killers. Serial killers. But only the cool ones. Thanks for listening to Quote on the Macabre. I guess... I keep telling myself I'm going to write what I'm going to say for inserts. But basically if uh, what do we want what, what do we want our next episode to be on torture? Torture. I thought we said torture. Torture. All right. Our next episode is going to be on torture. If you have any great torture stories, feel Torturous free Torturous tales. Torturous tales. Um, feel free to uh, send a story in Yes, please because I hate
1: doing research. Mrs. Jones was right. I'm not very good at it.
0: Mrs. Jones. Mrs. Um, Jones. Or email court on the macabre podcast at gmail.com for your torture stories or if you just want to chat or complain in general. Like, that's fine. We're here for that. We know we're not a super fact based podcast and we're fine with that. We don't like doing a lot of work. We mostly just want to make you laugh while talking about something we find very interesting. The more we know about it, the less funny it is. You know? Or is it the other way around? I like to infer. Follow us on our Instagram. Yeah, we, we have a we got a court on the macab yep. Instagram. If you want to check that out, our personal Instagrams are the Tiger Wizard and Kitten Mittens. Mm-hmm. Cosplays
1: coming. Hope you guys are going to Dragon Con. It's gonna be a blast. Maybe one day we'll have our own booth. That'd be
0: cool. Maybe one day we'll have a show. Maybe one day we'll have a show of Dragon Con. That would be really fun. That would be dope. (laughs) I would, like, cry. I'm so happy. That would be so fun. That's, like, my actual dream. If I could just have my whole life be this podcast, I think I'd be happy. That'd be great. You know what? Here's a plug for you. Tell your friends. If you like our podcast, tell them about it. Tell them where we are. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. Please rate, subscribe, and comment on iTunes. It helps us a lot. Specifically on that platform, it also boosts our ego, which makes us feel real good. It just makes us feel good. It makes us feel happy, and even if you hate us, like tell us, just comment. We won't work on it,
1: but we'll read it and feel bad. We'll
0: read it. We'll read it, and maybe we'll, we'll talk we'll to you just for you. Maybe. maybe, maybe, maybe we won't. Maybe we'll laugh at you. Maybe you can make us cry. Maybe we'll laugh at you. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Please tell your friends about our podcast because we have stupid fun making it. Yeah. It's very enjoyable. We're all about it. We don't know how to promote ourselves. We're really bad at it. We're really bad at it. We don't know how to promote ourselves. Help us. We don't know how to get shows and stuff. We don't know how to do anything. Help us. Help. Help us talk to you more. (laughs) Because we enjoy it. Because we like it a lot. And we hope you enjoy it. (laughs) Yes. I think we nailed it. So next time, torture. Next time, torture. I'm no longer (laughs) constantly out of town. It'll be a good time. Yes. All right. So keep it creepy, y'all. Keep it creepy. Music by freestockmusic.com.